0: That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2781, I've Spent My Whole Life Searching Desperately, by Krista O'Reilly, Davy DeGee of a Progress.ca, And I'm Justin Malek, reading to you from articles every day of the year. Don't forget we have a bunch of other shows where we do this covering different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find the other podcasts. But for now, let's get right to another post and start optimizing your life. I've spent my whole life searching desperately by Krista O'Reilly Davidegui of alifeinprogress.ca. I didn't want to leave when the weekend came to an end. I'd been feeling unsettled, empty. All week long, tears had simmered just under the surface but couldn't find release. I craved some time away to open my heart quiet my mind, and listen. Perfect timing as two months earlier, I had booked a three-day retreat for that very weekend. My small, simple room with avocado green formica counters and shared bathroom down the hall made me feel like I was back in university. The simplicity was welcome and reminded me how little I truly need to be happy. A reminder too that some of my unsettledness, perhaps even weariness, was rooted in the feeling that Even after years of deepening self-awareness and self-compassion, my vicious inner critic is alive and well. In vulnerable moments, she likes to remind me how I can never quite keep up in a world that feels harried and complicated. I don't know how to be different from who I am. I've never needed stuff to feel fulfilled. I've been searching for meaning, a place of belonging or acceptance, a sense that I matter and have something beautiful to contribute. Since childhood, I've worn a heavy weight of responsibility, a grief over all the suffering in the world, and I've wanted so badly to fix it. But this desire to make a difference crashes up over and over again against my limitations and my sense of never being enough, not capable enough, not strong enough, not enough. And last week, it hurt. I see your gifts so clearly, I ache with compassion when you don't understand how amazing you are, but grace so easily eludes me. I gathered with about 27 other people as we opened up to learn more about our sacred selves and the Enneagram, about how we are knit together, what motivates us, what we're afraid of, all the ways we hide in layers of self-protection, how we can wrestle free. I'm not brand new to the Enneagram, but felt content here, listening, contributing, pondering. As I sat in the circle, I thought about my clients, my children, and my best friends, each one still in the messy and sometimes uncomfortable process of becoming. I loved connecting with this mix of age and gender, all of us still on this journey to understanding and embracing the truth of who we are, the 30-something counselor and the 80-year-old nun. None of us are wrong for where we are at on the journey. Grace, there's grace for even me. I realize this is a term that feels uncomfortable for some, so define it as you will. It makes me think of irrational love, loving kindness, true acceptance. It makes me think about how much it meant to me that my mom told me she liked me, didn't just love me. Because I knew that as a parent, she had to love me or that we can love someone even when we don't really like them. But for her to say she liked me was something altogether different. It meant that she truly saw me for who I was and chose me as a friend. She witnessed all my neuroticism, my striving and struggle, and she liked me. Maybe herein lies the true problem then, that 46 years in, I still don't fully like myself. Maybe I'm still waiting for you to accept and affirm and make me believe that I'm finally good enough, worthy enough, lovable enough and how i hate admitting this but acceptance is an inside job I hear this common refrain in my writing because writing truth telling is one of the ways i untangle truth from fiction and do the work of growing up sunday morning i awoke reluctantly i wasn't ready to come back home i'd gone away to listen but hadn't yet received from the retreat any glimmery bit of profound new wisdom that would alter the course of my life and end the struggle once and for all. In my healthy moments, I remember that joy is not dependent upon the absence of struggle. A mere moment later though, while still entangled in my sheets and half awake, a thought popped in for a visit, and I grabbed my phone to type it out before it flitted off again. Maybe it's not that you're empty, but you're not saying the thing you have trapped inside. Maybe it's not that you're wary, but you're not using the strength you've pushed aside. Maybe you're not really afraid, but you're busy soothing and placating everyone else's fears. Maybe you don't wanna quit, but you don't know how to be you and still walk through it. I didn't have time to give it too much thought until I had returned home, and when I pulled the poem out again Monday morning, I settled in to listen. What I heard was that maybe I and you already possess the voice, the strength, the direction or ability we need. We live distracted, searching desperately for an external spring of wisdom. But if we pause and listen in, if we lay down judgment and do the deeper work, we might just find precisely what we've been searching for. For the past two years, I've been telling my closest friends that although I am a recovering perfectionist, I feel like I'm afraid of success more than failure these days. And by success, I mean simply walking in confidence of my strengths and gifting, offering up the messy truth of who I am and my desire to use words to build a kinder world one messy, scruffy soul at a time. Each time a door of opportunity opens up for me to use my gifts, I panic, anxiety spikes, and have to fight tooth and nail to stay present instead of running and hiding. Can anyone relate? Maybe if I'm completely honest, I do believe I am on the right path. I am gifted to serve. I have exactly what is required to do the work to which I am called. And I only have to be me. Nothing else is required. Maybe this is the thing that scares me most of all the realization that I am the only one holding me back from living at peace, with joy, and in alignment to my mission. I've spent my whole life searching desperately to find that grace requires nothing of me. The only way to growth is through. The only way through is to be me. You just listened to the post titled, I've spent my whole life searching desperately by Krista O'Reilly DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. Thank you to Krista. A big important point in there, acceptance is an inside job a great quote and so important when, especially now, it's easier and easier for us to look outside to things like social media for some sort of validation. Likes, views, many kind of metrics, really, all of that in an effort to feel accepted. It doesn't really work because on day one, 10 likes might feel like a win, but on day two or day seven, nine likes then feels bad because it's less than before and only growth all the time can't be expected. It's something I've had to learn over and over again with this podcast. The numbers drop all the time. They also go back up all the time. I'm hoping the overall trend is up, but all I can really do is my best really, and then hope you find value in it. And if that's the case, others will probably too. But even if they don't, that doesn't mean it's not helping someone, right? It wouldn't mean I don't offer value at all. It doesn't need to be everyone's cup of tea. But instead, if I can be me, accept what comes and learn in the meantime, well, that'll lead to a lot less personal suffering and anguish. Something I've had to work on for years. So thank you to Krista for this one, for the reminder. Thank you for being here. Have a great day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual. Where your optimal life awaits.